Hey, welcome back, everybody. Uh, Sarkin speaks. Dragon Bob here, coming at you. Um, so, out of the gate, as has been sort of par for the course, and when we do our Sunday night shows, um, although we're doing two on Sunday night, so you can see behind the curtain here. Uh, so, but this is the first episode. This is the one that's going to come out tomorrow on Monday. Um, I have a, a quick football thought. Um, Are you going to tell me that the slate sucks? Yeah. Well, yeah, obviously the slate sucks. It always sucks. Um, no. So I, th- I think this is, in- this is insane, right? This is borderline insane. What I'm going to say, I understand that. I know that people, anyone that listens to this, that follows football is going to be like, that's the dumbest fucking take ever, but just hear me out. So I've seen a couple tweets and I saw one that just now again, that I'll go over. But I think if the Minnesota Vikings make the playoffs, if I worked for the Associated Press, which clearly I don't, <laughs> I did clearly don't even fucking come close to being able to work for the, the AP. But if I did and the Vikings made the playoffs, I would cast my vote for MVP to Josh Dobbs. Well, because what he did today was insanely impressive. And I know he went, was it one in seven before he got traded from the Cardinals? But he looked good. And of the seven losses, I think five of them were probably close games. Like, I don't think they got blown out. I mean, I think there might have been two games. They eventually where they got blown did. Out. So it's like they lost week one to the commanders. It was close. I think they blew that lead against the Giants in week two. Like they were, they they fought. Then they beat the Cowboys. Like they a fought bit. Un, until it was like maybe four games. Yeah. They they fought pretty hard and they were probably one and three. And then, then it started to go before a that. Sideways. Josh Dobbs spent the entire preseason with the Cleveland Browns. He got cut by the Cleveland Browns at the end of the preseason and got signed by the Arizona Cardinals going into week one. And then he was the starter. So he took over the Arizona Cardinals after being there for like six days. He was the starting quarterback. And again, out of the gate, they might have started like one and three. They had close, they had some close games. He looks good, right? Then he gets traded to the Minnesota Vikings. And this week is obviously today was his first game. He was the backup because he just got traded five days ago to the Vikings. And Jaron Hall, the rookie, uh, was starting and he gets a concussion in the first quarter. And in comes Joshua Dobbs. And he leads them to a fucking win. And he looks good doing it. So the tweet that I've I've referenced, I said there was a few tweets and I've seen them, but the one I have right in front of me is from someone called Alec Lewis. I don't know if he's a beat writer or whatever. I don't know. I I didn't look into him, but he said um, he's connected with Ben Volan and Jeff Howe. So I'm assuming he's in, he's in the media in in some capacity. Um, He goes, unbelievable. Josh Dobbs said during the post game that Vikings head coach, Kevin O'Connell, was essentially translating calls and mapping out plays mid-huddle as the play clock was ticking down. 
Kevin O'Connell called Dobbs's ability to handle it all one of the most impressive things he's ever seen in his career. So for anyone that doesn't know, like just real quick about football, um, the quarterbacks have a microphone in their helmet where they can hear the offensive coordinator and the head coach or whatever. They have a direct line. Well, not a direct line because they can't respond, but they can hear um, the play, the plays being called and they relay that. So on a, I might be botching this, but on a 25 second play clock, they get until the, the play clock hits 10 seconds before their mics automatically cut off. And then I think on a, a 40 second play clock, I think they get until 15 seconds before their mics automatically cut off. So again, they have anywhere from 15 to 30 seconds, roughly, to communicate. It's a one-way communication. Again, either the head coach or the the offensive coordinator or both are, are calling plays into the helmet of the quarterback. So the quarterback in the huddle can tell everyone the play. According to this guy that works in the press, Kevin O'Connell was mapping out the plays for Josh Dobbs pre-snap until you know the microphone cut off at the automatic time, whatever it is. And Josh Dobbs would still run the play and be able to figure it out. And he looked good. He looked really good. I saw I was watching the game on red zone. So I think that's impressive. So and again, I I hinge my my hypothetical associated press MVP vote on the fact that the Vikings need to make the playoffs, right? Like if Josh Dobbs comes out and they go fucking two and seven the rest of the way and he looks pedestrian, then yeah, obviously whatever. But like, I think there should be legitimate discussion about him for MVP if he can pull it off. So there's a couple avenues we can go down here. So this would number one have to imply that the MVP is the actual, true, most valuable player to that team. Right. Not, Assuming we're going by the book, right? By the definition. Right. Yeah. Not the most popular player in the NFL. On the best team. Yes. No, because it's not in the NFL. It's got to be the best team. Right. So it would have to imply that, which won't right. happen. So, like... He's not going to, like, in in the real world, if they do make the playoffs, he's not going to get the nod over Mahomes. Hurts. Allen. Allen. Hurts. Right. Jackson. Tyreek Hill. Lamar Jackson. Like. Right. Even Purdy. Like. Yeah. They are, like, so far. Like, he would be so far down the line. Right. Um. The other thing that I would hinge on too is what happens when Justin Jefferson does get back. Because if they're lighting it up, obviously like Justin Jefferson has to catch the ball from somebody. Right. But now the MVP talk talks to Justin Jefferson, not right, because he's Josh the most Dawes. popular player on Because he's team. the more popular player on that team. Right. Yeah. So I mean, if you were if we were really talking about like what player is most like is so is most key, whatever for most teams, it's probably like the center. 
Because it's like if you take if you take Creed Humphrey away from uh, the Chiefs, are they going to be as good as they are right now? Right. Probably not. Um, no, obviously there's like extenuating circumstances there. So it's like the MVP discussion is always a tough one because whoever is truly the MVP of the team probably doesn't actually get it. Because and again, obviously it's it sucks because no one works on a fucking island here, right? <clears throat> so I don't know. I also don't know if it hurt. I don't know if it helps or hurts that like he doesn't actually know the plays yet. He's making it work. So it's like, couldn't anyone like it? It's like. Couldn't anyone just hop back there and get the plays explained to them and execute? Or is it just him is the only one that can figure it? Like, that's what I mean is like, so that's just your matter of opinion. But another thing in the Josh Dobbs story is he quite literally is an astrophysicist. He has a degree from University of Tennessee in astrophysics. Do you think any... MVP voter gives a flying no, fuck about no 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 <laughs> but I'm saying like his ability like he's what I'm saying is he's really fucking smart right? right so like his ability to come in and figure shit out after being on a team for five days and having the head coach who's also the offensive play caller in his helmet for 15 seconds breaking down what's going to happen on the play and him being able to diagnose and figure out, I think has a lot to do with the fact that he's really fucking smart. He's a literal rocket scientist. <laughs> like, mm, I don't think he's performed, performed surgery on any rocket. Yeah. <laughs> <clears throat> but I just think it's, it's super impressive what he did today. Yeah. I mean, so I, I heard, um, or I saw someone's quick thing on it and was like, he doesn't even know half the team's first, like full names. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He goes, that's for next week. Like. Yeah. So. He's been there for five days. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if they, and the, but then the other thing too is like, if they make, if they just make the playoffs, is what he's doing more impressive than what anyone on the Lions is doing? Probably not. Now, the Lions probably don't have an MVP candidate because Goff's the quarterback. Right. And St. Brown doesn't put up the numbers that he needs to. Right. So that's where, you know, you're probably pulling coach of the year from the Lions if they end up getting like one, two seed, something like that. Right. Like it doesn't go to Sirianni. They went to the Super Bowl last year. Right. Like what you're doing is not impressive. Right. You should be good. Right. right, like, yeah. Um, that's also not how... Well, I guess Coach of the Year voting does go a little bit more that way. It's more so like... It's not just Andy Reid every year, because they always get the one. Yeah, it's who... Actually is the best coach. Right. And, and they look... <laughs> it looks at, like, where was the team last year? Right. How did they win this year? Brian Dable won it last year. Which he should have because that Giants team was fucking bad. Absolute garbage, which we're seeing this year. <laughs> yeah. And Daniel Jones, too, blew his knee out. Yeah. Um, so have fun with Danny DeVito. 
what a fucking cocksucker that guy was at Syracuse. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, like, when you're talking, oh my god. <laughs> Sorry, you. We were just talking about Dable. They just ran like a double reverse, and it ended up in a sack. Yeah, I caught uh, the end of it. Like they is were that gonna, like a like, tight end. So, so this is the thing. This is the thing. So Brian Dable won coach of the year last year, which was extremely relevant. He probably was the coach of the year because that Giants team was not very good. They ended up winning games. Now, as the metrics showed, they were not a very good team. And one Ian Mack, shout out to Ian, called them yep. frauds. Yep. Now, it just so happened that they caught the Vikings, also frauds, in the right. first round. And then, you know, appropriately got stomped out by Philly. Right. You have no quarterbacks right now. You have one. Why the fuck would you have him go out for a pass from the tight end? Why the fuck yeah. would you do that? Yeah. On a double reverse. You have actual NFL receivers. Just throw it to them. Yeah. The sole healthy quarterback you have. Because all he has to do is step funny. High right. ankle. Right. And it's like, he doesn't even need to get like wiped out. Also, are they home? Uh, I don't know. Metal Lance Turf. If Daniel Jones uh, uh, blew Oakland. out his knee, where they play? Oakland, uh, not Oakland, Vegas. Vegas. Are they playing in, in Vegas? Are they? Yeah, are they at Vegas? I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. So yeah, I mean, something because like the Meadowlands turf is notorious for taking for, guys yeah. ACLs. Yes. Um. But anyway, to wrap up, like the Josh Dobbs thing, like yeah, it would be interesting if they made the playoffs, but at the same time, before the season, and I'm not saying he's going to win. Right, no. by no stretch of the imagination. Should he get like, a vote? I think well, it's he should get one vote. <laughs> Just as like an acknowledgement of like, hey man, what you did was like pretty fucking awesome this year. It might also to go from up. Cleveland to Arizona to Minnesota and then make the playoffs with Minnesota, right? So they're they're what five and four or six and four? I don't know, but yeah, because then it's it's also gonna depend on what the competition is, too. They're five and four right now. So they have three, six, seven. They have eight games left. Um, I mean, the rest of their season is the Saints at the Broncos, home with the Bears, and then they have the bye. So before the bye, They should beat the Broncos and the Bears, and the Saints is kind of a toss-up, right? Because the Saints have a good I don't defense. Know what the fuck that team is? No one does. No one does. Like it, they might show up and be a good team one week, and then suck the next week. But they should beat the Broncos and the Bears, and let's just say they lose to the Saints, right? So that's uh, seven and five coming out of the bye. They're at Vegas. That's a win. Uh, at Cincinnati, it's probably a loss. So that's eight and six. And then they have home against the Lions. I say they win that one, right? And then they're home against the Packers, and then they finish out at the Lions. So say they split the Lions, right? They they lose they win at home, lose on the road. That's uh, what is that? Ten and seven. They finish the year. I mean, it's probably good enough to get in. Yeah. So I guess. Another thing that harms them though is they should they should be a playoff team, the Vikings. Now they yeah, weren't. I, I mean, they should have. Their been, roster, assuming their roster, Kirk Cousins was the quarterback, but their roster going into the season, like they should have been a playoff team, right? 
So it's like if he gets them to the playoffs, it's just got to be like hyper situational voting. Right. Which they won't do. And I could then also argue that if the Bengals end up making the playoffs, that Joe Burrow should be the MVP because when he was not healthy, again, because we're, we're being hyper situational, right. when he was not healthy, they looked abysmal. Yes. Absolutely abysmal. And then he was healthy or he's been healthy er for the last two weeks and they actually look like a fucking functional football team. Right. So if it's like if the Bengals make the playoffs and the Vikings make the playoffs, and again, we're using situational, we're not fucking around with this shit. I would actually argue that Burrow's probably the better one because of how bad they looked when he was not right. Thus making him the most valuable player to right, any to team. Because they looked they looked like a fucking Ofer team. They were one and three, one and it four. Bad. It was it was it was a little nasty. Two and four, maybe they were, I think, at one point. Yeah, it was gross. Yeah. So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's probably just going to be, it's probably just going to be Jalen Hurts. Who won last year? Mahomes? Uh, probably. But like, right? Like this year is the one year where like, there's no, like, so we're halfway through the season and there's no like clear cut. Oh my God, this guy is running away, going to run away with the MVP. There's been so many injuries, right? Justin Jefferson would have been the only non-quarterback really. Um, him and Tyreek. Yeah, him and I mean, I guess if things continue the way they're on, you could make the argument for Christian McCaffrey. Um, I mean, he's got a streak of what seventeen straight games of scoring a touchdown. He's I have no idea what he's on pace for, but he's consistently, you know, rushing for fifteen hundred yards and receiving for a thousand yards right so like this it could be a McCaffrey year right like because this year like Mahomes isn't Mahomes right right now Jalen Hurts is kind of getting by so right now on the odds board Mahomes Hurts and Tua depending on where you go they could all be the top or not yeah. Then Lamar, then Josh Allen, <laughs> Aaron Rodgers. That's hilarious. Well, that's a, that's a story, right? If Aaron Rodgers comes back, and the Jets make the playoffs, and like I I know yeah, technically so this, the MVP season, it's a regular MVP season voting thing. doesn't involve the playoffs, but if if Aaron Rodgers comes back, the Jets make the playoffs and they win a playoff game. I mean, yeah, you don't get to vote on that though, because then right. you'll look at it too, like, oh, how good can he be? They made the playoffs without him, right? Yeah, then after that, it's all high odds. Like, no one, n- none of these guys are going to get like Burrow's like anywhere from eleven to twenty to one. Trevor Lawrence is anywhere eighteen to twenty two. McCaffrey's anywhere from fourteen to fifty. Where is he fifty? Points bet. We don't have points bet. No. Per say McCaffrey like might be a sneaky MVP. 20, 22 to 40. 
I, I don't mean, so this is the thing though. I don't think it's gonna get outside those top three. Mahomes hurts Tua. And if it does, how are they how are they gonna go past Lamar Jackson? Yeah. Have they lost what have they lost? Two games? Yeah, they're six and two or seven and two after today. Yeah, so I mean they're they're probably gonna win the north. Like when they win, they kick the shit out of everybody. Yeah. Like I don't know how you get beyond Lamar Jackson. Unless somehow the Bengals get the one seed. Right. I don't know. It it honestly it just seems like whoever the quarterback of the one seed in the AFC is gonna be the MVP. Yeah, I mean that's sounds pretty reasonable. Unless it's hurts, but I think what hurts hurts. I think what goes against Hurts <laughs> is the defense, Devontae Smith, DeAndre Swift, A.J. Brown. Right. Like, A.J. Brown is absolutely fucking lighting it up this year as a wide receiver. He's, um, let me see if I can find it really quick. Oh, I don't, I don't think I have his, uh his full season stats in front of me, but I mean, one, two, three, four, five, six weeks in a row where he's had at least 127 yards receiving. So like week one, he played New England. He had 10 catches for 79 yards. Week two, he had six catches for 29 yards. And then since week three, he's gone nine for 131, nine for 175 and two touchdowns, six for 127, seven for 131, 10 for 137 and a touchdown, eight for 130 and two touchdowns. And then as of right now, he's got seven for 66 and a touchdown. (laughs) It's literally three straight weeks where the lowest receiving yards he had was 127 yards isn't it funny though like the the most valuable player like award like the name of it sucks because yeah i would agree with that if we just went by pure definition of what's the most valuable player or the most important player to a team Right. I would actually say that Mac Jones 100% is the fucking most important player to this Patriots team because when he sucks, they suck, and he has sucked all year. Yeah. So that wouldn't be a positive development. <laughs> but if they had even a competent guy back there, they probably – what are they? They only have the two bad losses, or am yeah, I forgetting they're two, one? They're two and seven right now. And only, but only two of them, they were like out of it. Like they had the ball in their hands to win against right. uh, three because that Miami game was close, but not really. Yeah. <clears throat> um, but yeah, they had, they had the ball with a chance to win against Miami and Philly early. They had never had a chance against Dallas or the Saints. So, I mean, they have three losses. Yeah. If you have a, if you have a competent quarterback. Tough life. <laughs> what can you do? 
Doesn't matter. He's playing here next year, no matter how much you people don't want him. Yeah. Nice and cheap. <sighs> so that'll be his fourth year, right? Yeah. I don't know if they'll pick up his option. Yeah. They have to make that decision, but his option's still cheap too. I mean, didn't we do the salaries? Yeah. We did. We did. We did do that, right? I didn't just do that at work. Um, no, you might've done that at work. I don't think we talked about it. Oh, okay. So all the people I'll, I'll just summarize. I'll make it quick. All the people that want Mac Jones gone, you better be prepared to spend, uh, at least 25,000, I'm sorry, 25 million a year on a quarterback. And that 25 million gets you Jimmy Garoppolo. So be prepared. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So the fifth year option is $23 million. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe they don't pick it up because 23 is a big number. Like I think, or I mean, it's not a big number. It's bigger. But I mean, if I was, if I were the crafts and I'm sitting there, I mean, I, I don't have it in front of me to look, but just say like, cause you'd be looking at the off season in 2025 right the free agent class for 2025 um you know do you want to pay mac jones 23 million or do you want to pay kirk cousins 30 million right because assuming he he takes a one-year deal next year as like approve it somewhere um he'll probably be in the on the market for 2025 like there'll be guys out there that you can get you know, I don't know what Jared Goff or Matt Stafford's contract situations are, but like oh, they're again, way more than twenty-five, right? But like, would you if you're gonna spend twenty-three on Mac Jones's fifth year, like, would you spend thirty-five for Matt Stafford? I guess it depends on the team. Yeah, because if you can't go for a run for a Super Bowl, no, you don't pay thirty-five for Matt Stafford, right? You just draft another. You draft another guy. Yeah, you draft another guy and try again. And and hope he's the he's the guy. Or like, yeah, whatever. Like, if the because if the team around him still sucks, like those guys, like by the time those guys are around, there'll be stop gaps. And or I mean, I guess Stafford specifically, like that, like he'll be no better than fucking Matt Ryan or Phil Rivers for the Colts. That's it. Yeah. Okay, so here we go. So. 2025, I found it. Shout out to Spotrack. Um, in 2025, your free agent quarterback class, as it stands right now, assuming these guys don't get extended and things like that, number one on the list, Dak Prescott. Would you? So he's going to get paid, right? He'll probably get. So would you rather? 40. Would you? Would you rather have Mac Jones for 23 or Dak for 40? How many years do I get Dak for? Um, I don't know how old he's going to be in 2025, but that's say, like nine years into the league, 10 years into the league. So we'll probably be like 32. He'll be, yeah, he'll be 32. So that's four. You can probably get him for four years. Oh shit. Four years, four years 40 million a year. So what is that? Four, 160. I'd probably do it. I don't know. It's just again, it depends on how good the team around him is. Like if if it's a team, if 
if the sur- surrounding cast is good enough to like be in the playoffs and right, so that's the make thing. some noise. Dak is certainly fine. not the quarterback. He's not a Tom Brady, right? He's not going to turn fucking shit into rainbows. He's not going to take Julian Edelman, Danny Amendola, and Chris Hogan to the AFC Championship game. But when he has C.D. Lamb, Michael Gallup, and Brandon Cooks, he looks really good, right? So. If in 2025, yeah, they, the other it's thing too with Dak, though, Juju and fucking a bag of dicks, no, right? These like, guys can't be around. They'll be fucking dead by then. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but the thing with Dak is I just don't, again, like, I don't think he's that good. So it's like the 40 million number just doesn't seem to make any sense. The only reason I'm even, I didn't say no flat out was that could be the rate by then. Right. Like that just could be the number. Cause like right now, like, would you, like, would you pay 20, would you pay 20 million for Ryan Tannehill right now? 20 million? Yeah. Um, sure. Ugh. Why? What does he do? Like, that's what I mean. Like, but like, what is, what benefit does he do? You're paying Mac like 6 million right now. Okay. So right this season, then I said yeah, right now, give, give me, well, I mean, the way I look at it is like the season's basically over. So I would look at next season. So would you want Ryan Tannehill next year, say two for 40? And Mac is still on your roster because yeah, he's, um, he's still cheap next year. It's the year after. No, in that in that yeah. scenario, no. Well, Ryan Tannehill currently makes twenty million dollars, right? But I feel like that's a fine number for Ryan Tannehill. And but I think some people forget, like that's 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 the minimum now. Yeah, and I think when when you start getting some guys actually moving around. Like the minimum might be 25 next year. The 2025 class for free agents at quarterback has got some fucking studs. So Dak was just the first name that I said. Yeah. Who else you got? Jared Goff. So all these guys are unrestricted free agents. Again, assuming they don't get extended or whatever. So Dak Prescott, Jared Goff, Trevor Lawrence. So uh, Lawrence won't Lawrence won't get there. So next. Right. Tua. Won't get there next. He probably won't get there. Um, then it kind of drops off. So you get Jordan Love as an unrestricted free agent. If Trey- he so if he if he gets there, you don't want him. Yeah, he's not because that means he sucks. Um, Trey Lance. Nope. Um, Justin Fields. Now that's an interesting nope. one. Because he'll he's in the same draft class as Mac. Right. So that'll be his fifth year option. That's assuming that Chicago doesn't pick up his fifth year option. Right. Um so that's gonna be more than twenty three million. Yeah. Then I mean after that, it's like it's fucking scrappy. Taylor Heineke, fucking Sam Ellinger, obviously Mac Jones, Case Keenum. Yeah, the- these people are bums. Yeah. Nick Mullins, right? But like the top of bums. the the top of the list is pretty legit. Again, assuming those guys don't get a contract between now and then. Which so this is the thing though, if Tua or Trevor Lawrence don't get re-signed by their team, that means they must suck. So why would you want them? like that's that's where my head's at. Like if something happens between now and then, like because I would take Trevor Lawrence if he gets to free agency. Like, yeah, he seems fine. I'd but give him the, forty if, million. If, 
if the jet you you have to give him more than that probably gonna have to give him five and 50 but um because what like when he when he gets the free agency he'll reset the number again so whatever borrow makes just more i think it depends uh, on how he does two, between now and then but it's also two, that's the thing though it's two years from now right but if he's uh because this year he's not having an, an awesome year um He's like a top 15 quarterback. He's like some again, somewhere between 10 and 15. Um, if he yeah. does that for the next two years, say, say over the next two years, he's the number 12 quarterback, or call it the number 10. Is the number 10 ranked quarterback gonna reset the market in free agency? I don't think so. I just feel like with, with him specifically, I think it would. Unless again, for a top 10, yes. Because you got to remember, top 10 is pretty good. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. It would be it's his also first, it would be his first contract after his rookie deal, right? And so, remember, Deshaun Watson reset the market too. Yeah. After sitting out. But Deshaun him. Watson was good. Yeah, but he sat out a year. Right. But before he traded. sat out, he was he was, was subject very to suspension. Good. Yeah, I mean, I look at it like because you you have to you have to bring that in into play too, right? Is the age and the contract. Right. So like Trevor Lawrence, it'll be his first real contract, so it'll be big. Dak is not going to reset the market. Like Dak could win MVP next year, and he's not going to reset the market at no. 30, 32 years old. No, but the like, only thing you risk is like four and forty five. Right. Like I don't know if someone's giving him that. I don't I genuinely don't know. Yeah. The Browns made Deshaun Watson completely guaranteed. Like I like I don't know. Yeah. yeah. Like Jared Goff is not going to reset the market. No, he's not going to reset the market, but he's probably going to get more more money. So he so him and Pre him and Dak are like a very similar situation because they're good. Like they are better than the average quarterback. With the right supporting cast, they can be successful. But if you don't have that supporting cast, they're going to be very pedestrian. Yeah. Now, there's only like six guys that you can take the supporting cast away from and they'll be good. Like, that's all you can do. Like, Lamar Jackson has never had a supporting cast. Right. He's had a good tight end the whole time. That's it. Yeah. Pat Mahomes would be Pat good. Pat Mahomes could win with anybody. Yeah, I mean, he's doing it this year. Yep. Like, there's only a few guys that can pull that off. So I would I mean, say I would make the case for Josh Allen. He's really only had Stefan Diggs. That's it. Like, I know Stefan Diggs is arguably a top five wide receiver in the NFL, but like, who does he have other than him? Yeah, everyone else seems serviceable. Yeah, maybe Josh Allen. Maybe he's my sixth of it. Because I just remember, like when he when he plays when he goes full retard, it's so bad. Oh yeah, yeah. So yeah, I mean, it's like it's hard to do the free agent thing because again, like you can sign a free agent if you hit in the draft on all your other guys, but if you're not doing that and your line isn't cheap, right? And you paid for a you know a receiver. 
and you pay a quarterback 40, 45 million a year, someone else has to fucking take a hit. And it's like, if it's your safeties or your corner, like it's, yeah. it's gotta be somewhere. Yeah. So we'll see. We shall see. Mac will be here next year. Yeah. <laughs> Which I'm sure will make everybody happy. So, uh, moving away from the football talk, but before we get into anything else, we'd have uh, a somewhat relatively to sports, uh, but we do have a another loser lap to take. We've had a lot of those recently. Um, Bobby Knight oh, yeah. died, died the other day. Uh, so I went back and looked because I saw that and I was like, hmm, I feel like he was in the death pool at one point. So I went back and checked our notes. I had Bobby Knight in 2021. <laughs> so I was two years too early. You're just... Uh... You're seeing the world before it happens. Yeah. Yeah. I have that foresight of you picking, got, a, picking good, an you, old guy. <laughs> you've got good vision right now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Especially when Bam dies on fucking January 2nd, 2024. Oh, yeah. Fantastic. Um, so, yeah, just a, a quick, quick loser lap there, uh, Bobby Knight. For anyone that doesn't know, he's a legendary uh, college basketball coach, coached at Indiana. Um everywhere everyone knows him for uh throwing the chair and choking his fucking his players <laughs> so the original, um, the original hothead yeah yeah at least in like when the media was big right i'm sure there was insanity going on in like the 20s and 30s and 40s but fucking coaches putting out fucking cigar butts on yeah guys and yeah, shit. yeah but there was no there was no heavy media coverage um back then so um all right what uh what else we got going on here okay so this this is an interesting one that i kind of want to bring up because it is relatively topical uh, like I said, we're doing two episodes tonight on Sunday, so the next episode we do won't come out till Thursday. So I do want to keep this one relatively in time-wise. Um, but a couple days ago, right? I think it, potentially yesterday or Friday, there was an incident at Swampscott High School where there was a field hockey game between Swamp Scott and Dighton Rehoboth. Uh, I think it was, it had to, I think it was playoffs, but it, it, it would be I think of those it, two teams would never those two teams are like literally on the opposite ends of the fucking world. They're if you both know anything like impossible about, places to get to. Too. Yeah. If you know anything about Massachusetts geography, um, <laughs> Dighton Rehoboth is like, Taunton. like way South. Yeah. It's South of Taunton. It's uh, it's like, I don't know. It's it's in a weird fucking spot of Massachusetts. Um, it's actually not that far from me because I've golfed in Rehoboth and it's only taken me like 20 minutes to get there. But um, and then Swamp Scott is like fucking Salem. Think Salem, Gloucester, like that area for anyone. But, but harder to get. To. But harder to get to. Yeah. For people that aren't actually from Massachusetts or the people that are that don't know the fucking geography. Of Think state. about how easy it is to get to Holland Cohasset. That's like Swamp Scott. Yeah. Yeah. It's fucking miserable. If you're not already there, like if you're in Nahad, it's very easy to get to. Or yeah. yeah. If you live there, it's but it's easy. But if you need to get to Hull from 
Stoughton, good luck. Yeah. So there was a field hockey game between Swamp Scott and DR. And the Swamp Scott field hockey team has a player that identifies as female. That is a biological male who is a senior, which I think that piece of information is important when I get to the story. Um, but there was an incident in the game where the uh, transgender female field hockey player took a shot at the net and the ball came up off the ground and hit one of the girls from DR in the face and it fucked up her face pretty bad. Like it knocked out multiple teeth. Um, and I think I saw somewhere that she may need like facial recon, like plastic surgery, right? I, I was going to say facial reconstruction surgery. That makes it sound a lot worse than it fucking, like, I'm sure it's not that bad, right? Like at worst, she probably lost a few teeth and like ripped her lip in half or like broke her nose or like maybe broke her orbital bone. Like, I'm sure she doesn't need complete facial reconstructive surgery. Like, she, but she does need plastic surgery. Um, and she lost a bunch of teeth. So I saw the video. Um, you can't really see anything in the video because it's a high school field hockey game. And the video is like someone videoing it from the bleachers on the side. But you can, what you can see is the transgender girl take the shot, hits the girl from DR in the face. She immediately hits the ground. Her teammates run over. And then immediately, as soon Broadway. as her, her teammates see her, they all start screaming because there is there's audio in the video. They start screaming. And then one girl turns around and I, I, I'm pretty sure she didn't throw up, but it looked like she threw up. She like bent over, put her hands on her knees, like then cupped her face and like did the whole thing. The goalie ran over and then saw what happened and like threw her mask off and like ran back to into the net and like crying. Like there were athletic trainers and and parents, I, I'm assuming maybe a parent potentially, or maybe it could have been the coach, but there were athletic trainers and probably the coach were sprinting across the field. It, it didn't look good, right? Again, you can't see the actual injury, but like, Again, from the camera in the bleachers that caught it, like didn't look like a good situation to be in. Um, and to be fair, because the camera continued to roll, right? So the teams take a knee, they all come together. You can see, I think her number is two, is the girl on Swamp Scott that took the shot. You can see she's pretty shaken up, right? Like she's on a knee in a circle with her team. And there's a couple other girls that come over and like rubber back. Like she's clearly not in a good spot. Like it, I don't, I don't think it was intentional. Right. But it's an accident and it happens in sports. And part of me says that, or part of me thinks that this potentially could have happened regardless of who took the shot. 
But part of me says you have a senior who is a biological male, again, transgender female. And again, I said that's important because a 17, 18-year-old male looks very different than a 14-year-old male, a third, like a freshman, right? Like a 13, 14-year-old male. So an 18, 17, 18-year-old male versus a 17, 18-year-old female, two very different body types. And now, again, the camera from the bleachers, it's not like it was fucking Jay Cutler out there, right? Like the the girl is like kind of tall and lanky looking again. So it's not like she was like a fucking bodybuilder, like a football player, like, right. It's not like, which Jay Cutler. Yeah. (laughs) Jay Cutler, the bodybuilder smoking Uh, Jay. Yeah. I'll say Ronnie Coleman. That's a, that's a better example. Or Arnold Schwarzenegger is probably dude. Even if it was smoking Jay Cutler, it's like still like, yeah, he's not, he was not a small guy. So it didn't, it didn't appear that it was like this shredded 18 year old dude. That was like, yeah, I'm a female, right? It was, it was kind of like tall and skinny, but like you could kind of tell a little bit that you know, it was a little bit taller than the other people on the field. Um, so I don't know, right? I have a lot of thoughts about this, and it's going to be a little disorganized. Okay. Okay. Spray them. So number one, anyone who gets hit in the mouth with a field hockey ball is going to be in a world of hurt. Let's Correct. just let the record show that. Correct. Obviously, the harder it's shot, more damage it does. That's just physics. Um, Title IX allows males, whether they identify as fucking males, females, or fucking oranges. Church mice. <laughs> MIAA rules allow males to participate in field hockey when there is not a male option. So yep. that could I have did, happened. I did see that in the comments. That too. could have happened with anything. That could happen in volleyball. That could have happened because most schools do not have men's volleyball. Some schools do. Right. Um, could have happened. A woman decided that she was going to wrestle. Like women's going to play football. Like it, like if there is not a male option for that sport you can get a waiver to play right so what again like so at medford high school if in 2006 if i wanted to play field hockey i could have put in the waiver and i could have played field hockey against all the girls and whatever probably wouldn't have hit the stupid thing hard enough to fucking fuck anybody up but hey here we are (laughs) i also like that there is a lot of inconsistency in the reporting. Cause I don't know if you've seen this because when Michaela first told me it was someone, again, it was a transgender player. And then I immediately thought I'm like, but males are allowed to play field hockey. So if you go to certain articles, this person is considered male and they have every right to play because males are allowed to play field hockey uh, with the girls under title nine. Right. But then you go to other articles and they say, this is a, um, this is a transgender person. I don't know which one's right. I don't know which one's right or wrong. So I saw a clip from the, I forget whether it was the principal of the school or the superintendent in Swampscott. And I 
think they said it was a transgender woman or transgender female girl. Yeah. So I'm on, what is this channel five WCVB? Yeah. One of the quotes is that male players are, they have every right to play right as any other female under MIA guidelines. So that's what I mean is like this article specifically doesn't bring it up, whether it's, um, again, a transgender person or a transitioning person or whatever. Right. Um, New York Post also doesn't allude um, to whether this person's transgender or not. But like then again, I'll find another article or the original tweet or whatever, and it says it was a transgender person. So right. I also like to because uh, like let let's just let the record show you and I are both on the same page. Biological males should not be playing women's sports. A thousand percent agreed. Yeah. <clears throat> now. As as in that that's generally speaking, we say that as transgender. This is a very unique situation because if a male wants to play field hockey, they don't have in Massachusetts. Usually, they don't have an option. In Ireland, they got plenty of options. Field yeah. hockey is huge for males over there. Yeah. Usually, you have to play with the females if you want to play field hockey. Now, that's also a very very specific situation. Because why are you playing field hockey against the women? Are you from Ireland or did you grow up not really playing sports? Like, right. why the fuck are you doing this? Because I was never introduced to field hockey because that is a girl sport. Right. And that's not a girl sport. Like, anything guys go, it's not that. It's a fucking girl sport. Right. Every high school has it as a girl sport, period, done. End of story. Right. right. Um. So I just like that. They're also again whether whether I'm trying to find something that doesn't exist. There's a discrepancy in who this person is. Right. Are they transgender or are they not? Right. If they're not, why didn't these article? Wait. If they, if the person's not transgender, why are some people saying that he is? Right. And if this person is transgender. And in 2023, isn't misgendering a fucking problem? Why are these articles saying it's a male? Right. Now, generally speaking, I don't think this person's fucking identity orientation, whatever fucking word we're using, because I'm not going to get it right. Yeah. I don't think that's relevant because just because this person has every right to play the sport under MIAA rules doesn't mean that they should. Because this is the exact type of reason why they shouldn't. Right. Now, genuinely, I don't know if most girls have the gas to bring a fucking field hockey shot that fast. I don't know. I would like to think. I mean, I'm sure like some a, of them do. but like, I'd like to think if you have a Division One field hockey player. I was just going to say, the, the ones that are going to go play D1 in college probably do. Right. Like I would like to think that they could bring it. Now, yeah. again, I don't know how hard this kid shot either. Right. Maybe he rips it. I don't know. Or maybe yeah. he just fucking happened to hit it perfectly. Couldn't tell right. you. Right. <clears throat> but yeah, it's like weird that like some people are going to use this as their opportunity to flex. See, this is why this is why transgender shouldn't play. It's like, yeah, it's an example. But like most of the time, we just don't want biological males swimming against biological females when there's a male race. Right. This ain't it because this is a different story. Yeah. 
this is about a sport that's not available. Like, and let, let's say you went to Framingham High. I think it's Framingham. I think I knew some kids. They played men's volleyball at Framingham High. Mm-hmm. And say you transfer out because you moved. And now you're at um, Arlington High. And Arlington High only has women's volleyball. But they say, hey, you can play against, like, you can play if you want to. And you go, you know what? I only got one more year of this. I'll just fucking do it. Why not? Who gives a shit? Yeah. I don't care. I love volleyball. Whatever. Um, that is a completely different situation to what the transgender argument is. Now, if this is what it takes to get that conversation going and keep women in women's events and keep participation high and fair competition and all that crap, then I'm good with it. Because again, I still don't, I just don't feel like there's a situation where transgender people should be, or biological males transitioning or whatever transitioned should be in biological female events. And I think I said that right. I don't know. I'm getting confused with all these, all these fucking words. It's just like, if this is what gets it done, like, okay. But it's like, you're really kind of just dragging everybody through the mud on it. Because it's like whoever the, now whoever the player for swamp I think it's the player for swamps get that shot. Yes, and the girl from DR is the one who got fucking blasted. Yes, it's like what did you just do to that kid? Like especially if he's not transgender, right? Because we don't know. Like we've seen. Both. Yeah, we we don't have confirmation either. Way. Again, a lot of those tweets said, "Oh, it's a oh, it's a transgender person," and then it's like. Well, if they are transgender, it's like that's a fucking footnote because if they were – whether they are or aren't, they're fucking – They're still open, allowed to play. allowed to play. Right. So this could have happened no matter what. Right. So yeah, it's an odd one. It, it's like it's, – it's a, it's a – it might get the conversation going, but like theoretically it shouldn't. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, no, I agree. And I was going to get to that too, is was the whole, if this is what starts the discussion and like gets the ball rolling, like you said, then so be it, right? It's, it is what it is. Um, If this is what it's going to take for people to like open their eyes and be like, oh shit, like obviously it's an awful situation for this girl from DR, you know, her face is fucked up. But is this what it's going to take? Is it going to take a girl getting severely injured for people to like be okay with even having the conversation? Because prior to this, if you even broach the topic, you're a fucking bigot, right? But like now it seems to be a little bit okay to at least have the discussion. Well, hopefully, because before you get to, let's just take hockey. We have an 18-year-old biological male playing ice hockey, which is <clears throat> no contact. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> and there's a <clears throat> accidental collision. Yeah. Like, dude, we've seen hockey players get, like, permanently injured before. Yeah. I forget the kid's name, but he, the kid that got- It was a kid in Massachusetts. The kid that got paralyzed. Yeah, there was a kid in Massachusetts. There was Travis that, Roy. Like, yeah. 
it's not it's rare but it's not unprecedented right and like generally that's the type of stuff we're talking about now if it's swimming or if it's golf no one's getting hurt right 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 so it's it's strictly a competition issue it's a competition participation issue right but i mean what we're seeing right now is then like yeah accidents happen you know if you're playing playing softball biological male sends one right back at the pitcher yeah could anyone have sent a ball back at the pitcher and hit them in the face yeah what if the girl's not expecting a fucking exit velocity that right a biological male could put on it right right so it sucks that it takes like i'll call it tragedy i'll call it yeah it's tragedy yeah, this yeah girl it's, it's tragic tragic yeah um are there bigger tragedies yes because i'm I presume she'll be fine. Yeah. Um, traumatic, couple definitely. A couple surgeries here and there. She'll be fine. Yeah, but that's what I mean. She's going to live. Right, right, right. Um, fucking sucks. It's going to fucking... That's that's shitty. Yeah. So hopefully we get somewhere with it. Like her sports career is probably done. I don't know how you sit out there. I don't know how you would... I don't know how the fuck you would play another game of field hockey. Nope. I wouldn't be able to. I mean, I guess you can. And that's why I was surprised. So I lived, I mean, obviously you know this, but for our listeners and watchers, I lived with the girls field hockey team at Bridgewater in college. So I went to a lot of their game, like almost every single home game they had, I was there. Um, And when they took a corner, right? Like a equivalent to like a corner kick in soccer, the girls on defense had masks. So like they all ran over, they kept them by the net. So they all ran over to the net behind the goalie and they put face shields on and then they, they did the play and then they like took them off and like threw them. So like, I was surprised and like maybe in high school, they don't have the budget, which like, if that's the reason. So that's the thing though. It wasn't a corner. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That could be it too. I think it. I think it might have been, but okay. So maybe it was like a free shot. Do they have free shots in field hockey? It was from the like ball, the center the, of the field. Yeah, the ball came from. Well, the ball. I saw the full clip. The ball came from, like, where you would kick the ball. Oh, before it got to the kid who shot. Yes. Yeah. Oh, okay. So I saw the the clip. I saw was from the very beginning of the play. Oh, I I only saw the shot on that. Yeah, no, no, no. So it it started in the corner area, right? Like the equivalent in lacrosse would be like from X. Like the ball started in X, like below the line, right? So, which in hockey would be the red line, like the if the goal line extended, right? If you like where the net is, the goal line goes across. Yeah, like that's where like the ball started from. We call it the GLE in lacrosse, the goal line extended. Yeah, it's just the goal line in hockey. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I don't know. Again, like, I could definitely see if they start making that shit mandatory. But, like, girls yeah, lacrosse, I mean, they only have to wear the the eye thing. Correct, which is also really stupid. I've been saying since high school, 
that doesn't protect your nose or face, right? Just your eyes, which literally since high school, I've been saying you should just give the girls full pads and let them play lacrosse because girls lacrosse for anyone out there that's watched is not lacrosse. That's a different topic. They, yeah, they either need to call it something else or give them all the pad, like give them full pads and let them play the game. I am all for giving them full pads and letting them play the game because I think that that's equality, right? Like to play lacrosse, like you should be able to play lacrosse. You shouldn't have to play some like watered down fucking, oh, well, we have to be careful because they're girls version of lacrosse. No, fuck that. Give them helmets, pads, helmets, shoulder pads, elbow pads, gloves, and let them fucking play the game. That's my that's a that's my been my stance again since high school when I played. I would say I've never watched a game of girls across anyway. So that's fucking I just painful. I just I know like some of the rules are just we tough. call it a whistle interrupted by a game. It's literally that's the other thing too. Like I, the way I've heard it described between field hockey and girls across, everybody screams for like fifteen seconds, then there's a whistle. Yep, and then everyone screams for fifteen seconds until the next whistle. Yep, basically. That's how it goes. So you want to, uh, you want to wrap this first one up here? Yeah, let's wrap the first one up. All right. Um, what do you got? I have a few things, but I got to pull up my stupid cheeks. I pull it up and then close my phone and it goes away. Oh yes. Um, so on Halloween, we took Leo for a walk. And as we're walking back down our driveway, you can hear a thump and you can see a squirrel bounce off the driveway. Oh, God. Squirrel fell out of a tree. Now, we don't know if foul play is involved, but I kind of thought that like they'd be like cats where it's like if they fall, they'll kind of like end up on their feet. Yeah. Nope. Fell out of the tree, big thump. That was it. Just laid there. Just that was that. Yeah, probably fucking cracked his skull. Dude, like, so if like like when they say if like oh if you fall like if you fall out of a plane or whatever into the ocean, it's like that water is like hitting concrete. Yeah. Well, this squirrel just hit concrete. <laughs> Pretty solid. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I I kind of thought they would like. I thought they'd be like better on their feet or like they wouldn't fall out of trees. I don't know. So that's why maybe foul plays involved. Like, yeah, maybe you got fucking thrown out of the tree, but could be a, could be a bird that had a rival squirrel. Could be a rival squirrel, like maybe an acorn situation. Yeah. Um, so yeah, no word on, uh, if foul plays involved Hmm. and think, well, I mean, not, well, we saw it from far away, but like Leo had no idea. Yeah. (laughs) No clue. Uh, all right. So my final thought is also animal related. Um, there have been wild javelinas, which for anyone that doesn't know what those are, they're just small pigs, um, Mexican pigs, if you will. (laughs) Um, they have been digging up golf courses in Arizona. So it's, it's been a legitimate problem for one course in particular because um, there's a whole article about it. it the course's uh, superintendent 
has been going on and on. The assistant superintendent has been documenting the whole thing on social media, which is where it like, you know, got all this like interest and all this stuff. And now people are talking about it. Um, they've tried everything. They've they've even tried covering the course in chili oil is the one thing I saw uh, to keep the javelinas away, but that didn't even work. So they just keep digging up the greens. So apparently the greens are like unplayable and they just fucking up the course everywhere they go. So my thing is um, they need to open javelina season in Arizona because that's fucking ridiculous. They're just going to sit there and like let these fucking pigs destroy golf courses. It makes me want to be like, hey, you want to just go take a trip to Arizona and go pig hunting? Well, it's almost like the shit in Texas. Well, yeah. Yeah. Cause there's you so can't many. You can do that, but. Well, I mean. Well, you could. I was going can't do it on the golf course. Yeah. I mean, you could shut down the course <laughs> and rent a helicopter. So, yeah. So, fucking... like, I, hey, like, I know like uh, aeration is like key for the golf course. But I don't know if a bunch of fucking lead, lead and ground. bullet shells in the ground are great for growing. Yeah, probably not. But they got to be coming from somewhere. Yeah, probably. Or, or every hole gets like a Rottweiler. Yeah. Or a wolfhound. Something. Something that would scare these fucking things away. Yeah. Need a bunch of dogs. Plus then you'd have 18 golf course doggos. <laughs> yeah, so it turns out that javelinas are a protected species in Arizona. Oh, no. Yeah. Well, you need the dogs because the dogs, the dogs will just chase them away. Yeah. It says they do have a hunting season, but it is only a couple months out of the year because they're protected. So they're protected and invasive. Yeah, they they used a one million Scoville chili oil to keep these fuckers away. And And they they said 64 it. Yeah, they're like, yeah, we don't give a shit. We're going to keep eating everything. They just eat all of the fucking grass and dig up all the greens. So I'm seeing pictures right now. It looks really fucking bad. Like you can't play. I don't know what dog is best for this job, but there has to be one. Yeah. Yeah. I think dog's probably the way to go. If you can't get hunting a hunting season on them, because anytime you, you do weird, like predator shit, it always just goes awry. Like it's like people never take the, like the second level thought to think about like the downstream effects, right? Like they do it all the time. Like, or they have done it, right? And not that they really do it all the time, but they'll say like, like they did it in Yellowstone, right? Like uh, they were like, oh, there's too many deer in Yellowstone. Okay, so let's introduce a wolf. Okay, so they brought the wolf in and the wolf killed all the deer and then they have a wolf problem. So then they killed all the wolves back in like the 80s or the 90s. And now all the fucking deer and elk are like out of control again. So they just brought the wolf back. But now they're like, allowing wolf hunting or like not hunting but like they're they're like culling certain populations whatever they're trying to keep the population under control it's like well yeah like 
because no one thinks about like, oh, this one thing is getting out of control. Oh, we'll just introduce a predator that eats it. Okay, well, what happens when that predator goes out of control? You know what I mean? Like they never, so. Wolfhounds. Yeah. Like I think the dog is the way to go because the it's not that the dog is going to just fucking become a predator. They're just going to chase him away. Exactly. Yeah. A bunch of borables. Imagine. Just have a 200-pound mastiff just running around the golf course. Whatever. The only thing is like you can't have, it can't be like a St. Bernard. They're too lazy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's got it's got to be someone who's up for the task. Yeah. And like even like a Cane Corso, like they're guardians. Yeah. Like they hang and they ward off what comes to them. Right. They don't go. Right. Right. They don't seek out the trouble. Maybe Belgians. Or I mean, again, maybe even just like maybe all you need is a border collie because they'll just be like, okay, pigs, we're going this way. <laughs> hey, go over here. And the pigs are like, nah, well, we're here. Like, nope, we're going. Yeah. <laughs> we're going this way. Hey, have you guys seen what's over there? Let's go over there. Yep, let's go. Where the <laughs> fuck are you going? We're going this way. <laughs> Randall, let's move. <laughs> so, yeah, I thought that was uh, thought that was kind of interesting, kind of funny, and also shitty, right? Obviously, yeah, sucks. obviously, we golf quite a bit, and um, it's unfortunate to see a golf course get literally destroyed. Yeah, by, blows. by pigs. Pigs, ATVs, it's all shitty. Yeah. So uh, that's going to do it for us. Uh, thank you all for watching. Uh, don't forget to subscribe. Hit that button up top. Hit the thumbs up down below. Uh, keep spreading the word. Tell, tell everybody you know about the show. Uh, if you're an audio-only listener, you can subscribe as well. Uh, if you use Spotify or Apple, uh, you can give us five stars and a review. That would be much appreciated. Um, what else we got? You can get us on Instagram at sarcasm speaks pod or on Twitter at sarcasm underscore speaks. Facebook is sarcasm speaks website, sarcasm speaks.com. Go to the merch store, buy some merch. Uh, while you're buying shit, you can go to noonbrew.com. Use the promo code in the show notes below to get 10% off your order. Every single time you check out, uh, then you can go to the pod company, uh, to get yourself an ice, an ice plunge, uh, and again, use the promo code below and you'll get $10 off plus free shipping over there. And then lastly, there is mybookie.com. Uh, so you go to mybookie.com, use the promo code sarcasmpod that time, uh, and they will double your first deposit up to $1,000 when you sign up over there. Uh, so that is going to do it for us until next time, which is a couple minutes for us, but a few days for you guys. Good night, everybody. <laughs>